and uh, this won't be long. I try to keep it uh, short when we're taking the Lord's Supper together, and and so it's in Luke chapter twenty-two. Luke chapter twenty-two is where we're going to look. And I shared with you this morning that the subject matter tonight would be what is on our communion table. And on our communion table, it says, This do in remembrance of me. This do in remembrance of me. So I want to take that as a subject. And if you look with me in this 22nd chapter, I'll begin reading in verse 14 and read down through verse 20. And here's what the Bible says. And when the hour was come, he sat down and the twelve apostles with him. And he said unto them, With desire I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say unto you, I will not any more eat thereof until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took the cup and gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say unto you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. Verse 19, And he took bread and gave thanks and brake it and gave it unto them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. Likewise also the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you. Now, we find that statement in our text tonight. It was in the 19th verse where he said, This do in remembrance of me. Now, I think that we know that two other places we find that statement made. And of course, I'll be reading it in a little while from the scripture as we observe the Lord's Supper together. And those two places are found in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. I think the verse is 24 and in 25. And of course we'll notice that after a while. Now, what I thought was interesting here is that what Jesus and his disciples are doing is that they are observing Passover. And Passover, and he said that in verse 15, to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. And... Uh, we know that the Passover was a, uh, a meal that was uh, eaten in the Old Testament before uh, God's people were delivered from the bondage that they were under uh, in Egypt. As a matter of fact, I, I, we'll turn back there. It's in Exodus chapter 12 because I think there is an interesting verse uh, related there. The Passover is instituted, and the Bible is talking about here, about giving instructions, and I'll call your attention to verse 7, 
And they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two doorposts, uh, on the upper doorpost of the house wherein they shall eat. And of course, what happened here, as you probably already know, the death angel uh, passed, passed through Egypt and uh, it had been given that the oldest of every house, even the animals, would die, would die. Uh, and so uh, then talking about eating the Passover, he said in verse 11, And thus shall you eat it with your loins girded and your shoes on your feet and your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. And of course, what it celebrated, I'll go on to read verse 13. And the blood shall be on, uh, be to you a token upon the house where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you. And I will, when I smite the land of Egypt. And so, uh, what made the Passover so unique was the blood. And then even when we come to New Testament time and what Jesus did for us, when I see the blood, there is a song uh, that uh, actually says that, when I see the blood, I'll pass over you. And of course, that's true for the child of God today, is that we are under the blood. We really are. We are under the blood. And uh, so I want you to notice this 14th verse related uh, to the Passover. And this day shall be unto you for a memorial. And so he uses that term, for a memorial. And you shall keep it a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. And you shall keep it a feast by an ordinance forever. Now you might think, well, why do we not keep the Passover even today? Well, our text that we read to begin with from Luke chapter 22 reminds us that when Jesus observed the Passover with his disciples, he instituted the Lord's Supper. And so that took the place of the Passover uh, for the Christian today. And I, I think it's interesting that there are several things that are done in the Scripture as a memorial, as something uh, of a reminder uh, to us related to something uh, something else. And I looked up two or three of them. Uh, there was uh, the stones, for example, were taken from the Jordan River, and they were made a memorial. Uh, even there was stones in the ephod, or the uh, outfit that the priest... As a matter of fact, we'll look at that. It's in the 28th chapter of Exodus, and so there are several things that are in the Bible uh, re uh, related to that that are reminders of, uh, it's in the uh, 28th chapter, verses uh, 9 through uh, 12, and I'll read that. 9 through 12 says this, And thou shalt take two onyx stones, and grave on them the names of the children of Israel, Six of their names on one stone, and the other six names uh, of the rest on the other stone according to their birth. And with the work of an engraver in stone, like the engravings of the signet, 
shalt thou engrave the two stones with the names of the children of Israel, and thou shalt make them to be set in, uh, in ashes of gold. And thou shalt put the two stones upon the shoulders of the ephod uh, for stones of memorial. They are, it says they are memorial unto the children of Israel, and Aaron shall bear their names before the Lord upon the two shoulders for a memorial. And so this is something that, and there's several others, we, we won't take the time to go uh, through all of them that were set to be that very thing, a memorial, a reminder of something that uh, the people uh, needed to uh, see and, and needed to practice uh, in relationship uh, to that. But the Bible teaches us something about, um, uh, about our tendency uh, for example, and I'll read, I'll read this. This is in Deuteronomy in the 8th chapter. And I'll read verse 10 through verse 14. And uh, he's talking there about when they come into the, uh, into the new land. And he says, And when thou hast eaten and art full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he hath given thee. Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes which I command thee this day. Lest when thou hast eaten and art full and hast built goodly houses and to dwell therein, and when thy herd and thy flocks multiply and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied and all that thou hast is multiplied, then thine heart be lifted up, and thou forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. And there are several more things that are stated in that very chapter and in other places in the Bible. In other words, Scripture is teaching we have a tendency uh, to not, maybe not totally forget, but just to put it aside and not think about it or whatever. And this is one of the reasons why I think the ordinance of the Lord's Supper is so important for, for the Christian. Is that we're reminded, we're reminded, Jesus said, this do in remembrance of me. And so, uh, you know, I got to thinking about that. You know, it is a, uh, we could call it several things. It's a uh, remembrance or uh, it, it would be maybe a... Uh, a uh, commemoration uh, of the, and we might think, well, this is an awful thing to think or say, of the death of our Lord and Savior, of His suffering. You see, He gave His body and He gave His blood. He suffered greatly. And you know, when, when I remember Him or when I participate in the Lord's Supper and I think about the Savior, there's other things that I'm remembering too. I'm remembering myself. I'm remembering what I was before I come to know Jesus as my personal Savior. I remember the great need that I had uh, for my sins to be forgiven and for uh, me to be, have the assurance of a right relationship uh, with Him. So it's commemorating, and we do so with joy, even though it's the death of our Savior and the suffering of our Savior 
it is with joy that we remember Him, and that we remember Him. And the Lord's Supper is, of course, a unique ordinance. It's different from the other one that we observe, which is baptism. And with the ordinance of baptism, that's really only, that's only done one time. It's only done one time. You know, people will use the term rebaptized. There's no such thing as rebaptized. You was either baptized or you wouldn't. And of course, over the years in the ministry, I've known many people to come to conclude that maybe they were not even actually saved when they were baptized. And they felt like that they needed to be baptized. And so it's possible for people to be dunked in the water and not be scripturally baptized. And I think we'd understand that. But the Lord's Supper is unique in, in this remembering Him is that we are to assess our own walk with the Lord. That The Bible tells us that and I'll, I'll read that in 1 Corinthians if you want to turn, turn there. And uh, here's what it says. This is in the 11th chapter of 1 Corinthians. And here's what it says related to that. It says this, For as often you, verse 26, eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till He comes. So all of us, when we take the Lord's Supper, we're showing forth the Lord's death. I will be showing it forth first and foremost for me. He did it for me. You know, and, and really if we stop to think about it, we can't say who else He did that for. If we know for sure that we're saved, we can't say. But I know it was for me. For me, He gave His life. And so, we show forth the Lord's death and, and uh, till He come. In verse 7, it says, Whosoever therefore shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. Now, that's not speaking about our worthiness. Our worthiness. We're, there's none of us here tonight that's worthy. Worthy of even being here in ourself. We're not worthy. The Scripture is talking about the manner in which it was Taken. And if you read all of this in 1 Corinthians related to that, it becomes very clear to us what it meant for them to do it unworthily, the manner in which they did that. And then here's the interesting verse, but let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. And so God's judgment had come on them. And it, you say, well, who was it talking about when it said many among you? It is many of those in the church of Corinth. They were sickly. They had, uh, and, and see, some of them had even died, had even died uh, because of this. And then I love... Verse 31 and verse 32. There's a powerful message that is put forth here. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. If we judge ourselves, we should not be judged. In other words, the Lord wouldn't do that. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord. 
And you know, I preach this all the time. I believe that true Christians are chastened when they uh, sin and and won't confess that sin and won't change things in their life. It says, when we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Now, he's not going to let any of his true children be condemned with the world. He'll step in and he'll do whatever's necessary uh, related to that. Uh, Wherefore, uh, brethren, my brethren, when you come together to eat, tarry one for another. And of course, he's talking about if any man be hungry. What well, That's part of what they were doing. You can read and study that if you want to. But let's, we, uh, we, we need to understand this was a command of the Lord Jesus Christ. This do in remembrance of me. This do in remembrance of me. And so we remember not only him, but we remember what he did and what he did for me, what he did for us. We remember that. And so we're all a part of that picture when we take that into consideration. This do in remembrance of me. Father, we thank and praise you for that statement that you made. And Father, that we, we can participate in this ordinance of the local church. We can do it in such a way uh, to remember you as a memorial to you. Not only tonight do, will I remember my Lord and Savior, but I will remember what it was he done. Took upon himself the curse on my behalf. I remember what he done. And Father, we can observe this as a memorial to Him. We can praise Him and worship Him through this wonderful office. So we pray, O God, You'd bless us tonight as we continue in the remainder of this service. In Jesus' name and for His sake, we pray. And if Brother Anthony...